0: welcome to the Chan's logic podcast where we're going to talk about health wealth and communications to level up your life and optimize your ability to be well so today what i really kind of wanted to talk about was one of the most critical things i've noticed that has a significant impact on my performance throughout the day and ultimately throughout the week because I think it has sort of a compounding impact. So, if you're excited to hear about what this is, then tune in because we're about to dive into it. So, when when I think about my day, typically my my standard day will be waking up and we have a pool so going for a swim or doing some sort of exercise and then also, get start with my work day, which is usually a couple of podcasts or meetings, and then just go into the rest of the day. And then, obviously, at the end of the day, shut down and stop everything at a, at a specified time. But there's one thing that I've noticed that really impacts how I feel. And when I say impacts how I feel, what I've noticed this one thing does is if I don't do it, I have like cloudy head syndrome. I don't feel 100%. I, I have like a, the tendency to sort of feel down or almost just angry for no reason. And then it also puts me in in a sort of place to where I just feel like I have a creative block. And so the thing uh, that I've noticed that makes this happen is breakfast. And and I know that sounds ridiculous, but I used to be the person who would skip breakfast all the time. I wouldn't eat breakfast. I would just kind of go throughout the day. And then I would start eating sometimes around sometime around 11 or 12. And usually just move into like a lunchtime thing. But nowadays, what I've noticed, and because I track most of my health metrics, I I pay attention to how much I sleep, sleep quality. I pay attention to exercise and how that impacts sleep. I pay attention to sort of the nutritional aspect of things. I pay attention to all of the things that I do because then I notice they have a direct impact on on my wellness. And when you think about this as as an entrepreneur or someone who, who works in a, in a job or, or anything like that, if you want to be on point, if you want to get rid of cloudy brain syndrome, if you want to feel good, if you want to be creative, and if you feel like you're losing that edge, if you feel like you're maybe even a little burnout, but you don't know why, then this can have a direct impact on on the way you feel. And so sometimes nutrition and eating isn't about weight loss. It isn't about just health. Uh, Well, I guess it is about health, but it's not about weight loss. It's about the ability to optimize who you are and where you're going. And so when I think about eating breakfast, if if I get up and I I eat breakfast after I exercise and everything, I, I like to do it after, then, I feel good. I have a clear head. I, I don't feel sort of not creative. I don't feel like I have a block. I can speak and communicate well, and I'm on point and I'm sharp. And so that carries on to the rest of my day, because if I don't eat, well, then I'm trying to make up for it with lunch, then I'm trying to make up for it with dinner. And then all of a sudden, I kind of feel like I'm consistently snacking, but never able to catch up. And so I think by creating this consistency in the ability to eat breakfast and not skip breakfast, it puts you in a place to where you can optimize the rest of your day. And if you don't do it, it puts you in a place to where you sort of kind of fall off for the rest of the day and you try to play catch up. So... This might seem simple, but it's incredibly important in practice. And one of the biggest things that I think people don't do in terms of breakfast is they don't plan for it and they don't set it up to be realistic to the way they're living and their lifestyle. So if you're getting up and, and you barely have any time to do anything, the average like health coach would tell you that you need to unlock more time in your morning. But for most people, being able to do that is rather challenging. So they just don't. And then they never eat breakfast and they never do anything. And so in my opinion, what we need to do is match specifically what we have the time available to do with what we can do at that given point in time. And so for me, it's like, okay, I have time. And so I can sit there and I can make like a little, I can fry an egg. I can toast a little bun. I can put a little cheese on the egg, season it. And I have about 15 minutes to sort of put all that together because I know I can sit down and eat it. But if someone's like, I have eight minutes to get ready to go, or I have 30 seconds to get out the door and I've got kids and stuff like that, then we kind of want to look at it in the realm of, okay, well, how can we optimize the time they have available and the stress they have so we don't create more stress and try to introduce habits that are going to be too challenging to install right off the bat? now this doesn't mean that we can't install those habits over time just means that we need to incrementally and from a micro perspective install small things so for me it would be like okay wake up and and eat something it doesn't matter what it is right now we'll work we'll work on optimizing what it is down the road but the first step is being able to just eat or consume early in the in the mornings or eat and consume so that way something's in your belly and you're good to go and you start feeling better Uh, and then we start thinking about down the road okay now that you're eating this stuff? How can we optimize what you're eating to make it a little bit better? So that way we're now optimizing the nutritional value and the macronutrient content of of the food. And so inside of our health business, we see that we see this a big problem with a lot of people. They undereat. They don't eat enough. They skip breakfast. They eat a tiny little bit of lunch and they barely eat dinner. And then they're chronically underfed. And so if someone's chronically underfed, they're going to put themselves in a place to where they're going to release stress hormones. Stress hormones give you that cloudy brain feeling. They make it so you you store fat around your belly. You can't lose that belly fat. You just don't feel good about the direction you're, you're headed. You don't look as good as you'd like to be. And ultimately, most people, when they look at that, they try to eat less. They, Oh, I can skip breakfast. Oh, I can have a little salad and a, a couple things of chicken breast for for lunch. Oh, and then for dinner I'll have this tiny little fruit bowl or something. And it just it, it puts us in a position to where we're consistently trying to play catch up from chronic malnutrition or chronically or being chronically underfed, which is probably worse than, than the aspect of being overfed. And in my experience, I would say most of us are underfed in the way we approach our day. I even look at myself often. When I, I wake up and I skip that breakfast and I don't eat till lunch, now I'm playing catch-up. I am underfed for the day. Say I go to jiu-jitsu that day. Now I'm really underfed because now I'm in an active environment and I haven't eaten enough to fuel myself. So what does that do? That impacts sleep. That impacts the way I feel. That impacts my creativity. That impacts how sharp I am. And so I want to make sure that I I put myself in a position to where I can be optimally well, but I can do it in a way to where it adopts and installs micro habits that allows, allow me to be successful long-term. So that's why for me, it's, it's incredibly important that I pay attention to how much I'm eating, how often I'm eating, what my sleep looks like, how my sleep feels. And then I install little tiny habits once a week that allow me to optimize those sort of pillars of performance because that puts me in a place to where I can take those micro habits and it's easy to install one little thing a week and then one little thing turns into two little things. Two little things turn into three little things. Three little things turn into four little things and all of a sudden all those little things turn into a really big growth pattern and then that is now installed in what I call unconscious competence and that unconscious competence is the capability to do something without necessarily ever really having to think about it and that's what you get from these patterns that have been installed. So I hope this was helpful. Remember, this podcast is about optimizing your health, wealth, and communication patterns so you can live well, be well, and feel well. Until next week, I will talk to you later. If you're interested in optimizing your six pillars of health, just go to sixpillars.stoneagefuel.com. That's S-I-X-P-I-L-L-A-R-S dot S-T-O-N-E-A-G-E-F-U-E-L dot com. All right, Talk to you next week.